Well, yesterday, Duke got robbed. Did you see that play at the end of regulations? 58-58, and Duke's Kyle Flapowski is going in for... He's, he's, he's going to do something. He, he's Dunk, layup. It looks more like he's going for a dunk. He gets whacked by two Virginia players. The refs go that the foul half happened after the buzzer. No, it did not. There was 0.2 seconds left. You can see him get, being hit across the body and the hand before. And they go to replay, and they still don't change it. And then Virginia wins in overtime. Duke loses consecutive games for the first time this season. And then after the game, the AC admits the mistakes. The refs made mistakes. They said incorrect education of the playing rules. Yeah, that, I mean, guys, what what is it even, what's the point? Like it's that the, the, the two minute, what the last two minutes report in the NBA, who gives a shit? I mean, nobody cares at that point. We screwed up, but you know what the thing is? We're not changing it. You lost the game, tough shit, move on. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. I loathe that. I loathe it. It's ridiculous. It's redonkulous. It's stupidity. It should never, ever, ever happen. And it happens all the time. You have all this technology at your disposal and you can't make the right call. Guys, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. It is unfathomable. It is wrong. It should never happen. You have enough things at your disposal that somebody has to see. If the public sees it and you don't, we got problems. And that's what they said today in the Super Bowl. That could happen too. Some stupid penalty or somebody's going to do a dance after a play and all, all, all could go wrong. The, the roof is open for the Super Bowl today. It's going to be 73, but it's not wasn't open for the college football playoff. Kelsey and, and Mahomes have 13 touchdowns combined in the playoffs. They're two behind Brady and Gronk. They could do that today. The thing I read about the Super Bowl is that the Eagles have played up up front all game and they've, you know, they've used since they've been up front, they can use the running attack, which has been phenomenal this season. The thing is, is that we don't know how Hertz will play from behind, which they said he really hasn't had to play this this season at all. And the postseason, they've blown everybody out 69-14. Whereas Mahomes and the Chiefs will pass whether they are up or they're behind in a game. So who knows how this is going to turn out. I think Mahomes is going to be on, but you also have a defense that has, of the Eagles that has 78 sacks. I've talked about this previously, but they said that the Eagles' pass defense isn't as good and between one and nine yards, and that's where the, the Eagles thrive. I also saw that McCall Hardman's girlfriend, Water Broke, this morning. He's on IR. He's not playing, so there will be a Super Bowl baby today, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, got the Super Bowl. I could talk about the Super Bowl from here until the cows come in. I saw that Rex Ryan's son, Seth, is interviewing for the wide receiver coach with the Jets, where he used to run on the field when his dad was coach. He's been with the Lions. And uh, the Eagles defensive coordinator, what's he, Jonathan Gannon, is being interviewed for the Cardinals job. He's the defensive coordinator for the Eagles. And the offensive coordinator, Shane Stecken, is supposed to be getting the Colts job. And someone said, well, how is Eric Bieniemy not getting a job? Not even getting close to a job. It's like he's been to three Super Bowls in four years, and he's still not even, like, not, I don't know what's going on. I, I really think it is, is because they don't think Bieniemy is calling the plays for the, for the Chiefs. I think that's the thing, that he needs to go somewhere where they'll let him call the plays and give him a real shot. I haven't even heard that he's getting a job with another team. I heard he's going to be let go once his contract ends. I, I don't understand why the enemy was passed over. I, I just don't get it. I, it, it perplexes me. It, I feel like you should get a shot. and Or go, go somewhere and become a head coach. That's that's. I don't care if it's college, whatever. I know you've been in the NFL for so long. Get a head coaching job or get somewhere. Get, get away from the Chiefs. and Because I'd like to see what you could do. I really would. If Deion Sanders can go from Jackson State to Colorado and be the talk of the town, I think Biennemi should get a shot too. Because, I mean, he wasn't doing anything before Jackson State, Deion Sanders. Nothing. You know? I mean, Steve Nash got a job in the NBA and he was a player. And uh, it didn't work out for him, but he got a shot. And you saw we saw what, what Steve Kerr has done with Golden State. Sometimes you just got to be given a shot. So I like, I like Biennemi to be given a shot and we can see what he can do there. That's just me.
Now, the Rangers, last night, we got home. We went out to Jersey yesterday, did some shopping, hung out with the parents, the parentals, had a nice time. We all did Wordle together, which was a hard one yesterday. Very hard, very hard. Rangers are 6-0-1 their last seven. They had a four-goal third period. They won. They beat Carolina yesterday. What was the final score? Was it was it 6-2? I think it was 6-2 yesterday. After we went Friday night, and the Rangers won the first game ever, was at 6-3. They were up 5-1 on the Kraken, and they ended up winning 6-3. Well, yesterday, Panarin had his first four-goal game ever. He tied the game, go-ahead goal, two more goals, had a four goals and an assist. They have two straight games. So that's, that, they're 6 ones I said. Four-goal third period. Five straight, five straight games with at least four goals. Capo Caco scored his 11th goal. That is a career high. He, he had T, 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 t. He had 10 back in 2000, uh, 2019, 2020. But last year, he had a total of 18 points. This year, he already has 28. Number two, former number two pick, getting the job done, career high in goals. Rangers are 31, 14, and 8. Carolina fell at 34, 10, and 8. Panarin has 16 goals, 43 assists on the season. Mika Zibanejad had his 27th goal. Yeah, Panarin had a natural hat trick, which means he scored three consecutive goals, and there were goals 200 through 202. He is now 203 career goals for Panarin. And he got the name. Everybody brings bread to the game because the Panera bread. So they call him the breadman. We figured that out. And Arthur Staples said Friday night, 5-1 was 5-3. They won 6-3. Panarin was asked about not making it easy. He goes, it's Rangers. It's normal. And Vladimir T- uh, Tarasenko, first game, first shift, first shot on Friday, who got, got traded over from the Blues, scored a goal. First shot as a Ranger. And it was the fastest goal since the 80s. They had a st- stat up. And I wanted to take a picture, and I missed it. And we actually sat the last two periods with... Michigan's cousin Steven and his girlfriend Sue it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was great. We had prime rib. I did not have a good prime rib at Keens, but listen to this. I don't like sending stuff back. That's not me, but it was fatty and it was really rare. And I like eating the bone. And it was like, as Michigan put it, it was still alive. Well, they took a note because we're going back tomorrow because we're seeing the Nets Knicks tomorrow night. Michigan got me and her, well, more really for me, a a Valentine's present. So we're seeing the Nets Knicks tomorrow and they took a note. So tomorrow when I get my King cut prime rib, it will be the most exquisite, exquisite prime rib I will ever have in my life. And I am so excited. I am so excited, but Panarin awesome. Just awesome. Yeah. We'll see what happened. You know, Kelsey's going to get his targets in the Super Bowl. That's going to happen. Eagles have to get pressure on Mahomes. That's what, that's what the, uh, the Buccaneers did a couple years ago. And, uh, Nine points. It could happen again. We'll see if that happens, but we we shall see. And, and we know Tom Brady's not coming back. He filed his retirement papers. I'm devastated, but it has to happen. And we're going to see. It's going to be. I hope it's a good scoring game. I just hope it's a competitive game. 38-31, I said the Eagles. We'll see if that happens. There, I saw a video of, of Jalen Hurts squatting 600 pounds at Oklahoma. And this is this is the awesome thing. Vic Fangio, who's going to become the, the Dolphins defensive coordinator, he got signed for the last two weeks with the Eagles so he can help them scout and dissect the Chiefs offense. Vic Fangio, two weeks working with the Eagles. So you know they haven't slept the last two weeks. That is awesome to me. And Mahomes, zero, zero limitations. And and Michigan had to send me this. So a former Michigan player will, will win a Super Bowl for the ninth straight year, either Eagles defensive end Brandon Graham or Kel, uh, Kansas City's defensive end Frank Clark Mike Dana or quarterback Chad Henney. So there's three on KC, one on the Eagles. Nice straight year. A Michigan football player alum will win a Super Bowl, which makes me ecstatic. I'm just, oh, I burned the roof of my mouth on a, I had some pancakes this morning. I just, you know, I was just watching Catch Me If You Can. That movie I could watch every goddamn day. It is fascinating what this kid, kid did with uh, writing fake checks and everything and the way he, and then he goes to work for the government to help a bank fraud. It's amazing. The, the move, it, it just moves. Tom Hanks is so goddamn good. So good. It, 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 it's, it's a great movie. I, yeah, it, it's fantastic. So if you get a chance, if you haven't seen it, highly, highly recommend. So Ravens may explore Lamar Jackson trade. Maybe they're going to windfall the draft picks. Windfall. I mean, we'll see if that really happens. 
I mean, <laughs> kind of like, kind of like Green Bay is going to wait till uh, till Aaron Rodgers goes through his four day dark retreat. You know, his 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 the night is already dark dark retreat for him for four days. Why do you have to tell the world what you're doing? You know, I just think it's hilarious that you know I, you go on and people put reels up like all day. All day, people put stuff up. Like, you know, like they're people trying to be influencers, so they're posting like nonstop all day. I find it exhausting. I put, I put, do the show, and after that, I'm like, I watch this stuff, and I'm like, who has time or wants to do it? And it doesn't feel organic. It just feels like you're putting stuff up, you're trying too hard. And I'm just like, wow, the stuff people put up, it just is like, holy shit. Oh, and Russ now says his foundation money goes directly to those in need. Meanwhile, I guess the reports were all fictitious, but, you know, I mean, he's, come on, he's doing damage control. That's what he's trying to do right there. You know, come on, come on. Not you're not always perfect. I'm sorry, Russ. I almost I almost said Russell Russell Wilson. You're in for a rude awakening this year with the Broncos. They even listen to this. Sean Payton. Sean Payton brought in Rex Ryan. Wanted him for his defensive coordinator, which I think Rex Ryan should do because he's terrible on TV. And I I know he's bored of bored of doing TV. He'd love to be working with Sean Payton. That'd be an interesting thing. Let him play with the defense. Let him do whatever he wants, all the things. Rex Ryan is a good defensive coordinator. He is not a good head coach. They should have won a Super Bowl, the Jets. They did not. He's not a good head coach. He just isn't. He isn't that guy. And I love this. Pat McAfee, so, you know, Brett Favre with all that welfare money and all that shit that went down, he is, Brett Favre is suing Pat McAfee for defamation of character following, you know, that whole thing. This is in front of sports. So McAfee says, let's ride this fucker out. He said, excited to see how it goes. See you in court, pal. So he's, he's suing. He's suing Pat McAfee. And McAfee comes back. Okay, let's see. You want to go to court? Yeah, let, let's ride this motherfucker out. Let's see how far it goes. And then we'll see what happens. I love it. I love it. A lot of these guys, yeah. A lot of these guys do shit, man. I'll tell you. I, I love, uh, you know, all, Russell Wilson, yes. All, all the money goes to the needy. And they did this and they find out, no, it's not true. But dude, if that's what reporters do. You know, they they do research and all this stuff. And all of a sudden, you're coming back, and I, I think it's going to show that, uh, you know, you're full of shit. It didn't all go. You pay these people with too much money. Juju uh, Smith-Suster wants to stay in KC. Look where I'm at. I want to come back to do, to this. Now, he only has three catches, 36 yards in the playoffs, but he did catch almost 1,000 yards regular season, three touchdowns. I guess they'll bring him back. Dom Capers is going to be the Panthers' new defensive Senior defensive assistant. They have more coaches than I have pairs of underwear. He'll, he was the first head coach in Panthers history, and he's a close relationship with the new defensive coordinator of the Panthers, Ajiro Evero, who he worked in a similar position last year with, with the Broncos. So now he's going to the Panthers. And Josh McCown, who at one point was up for a head coaching job before Eric Bieniemy, which is ridiculous, is now going to be the quarterback coach under Frank Reich with the Panthers. So I guess he'll be a head coach candidate and have a job within two, three years. That's what's probably going to happen. And Knicks lost to the Sixers on Friday night. There was a Knicks cameraman in Philly with a Chiefs hat on, which is a dumb move because Philly fans are fucking nuts. I went to a I went to a Redskins because that's what they were. They're not the Commanders. They were the Redskins. And some guy had a Redskins, I don't know, blanket. They beat the shit out of him. That was at the old vet. It was nuts. Nuts. Josh Allen, Doc's confident. He's progressing well from Sprain, UCLA, UC, UCLA, UCL and will be healthy for the 2023 season per NFL Network. I don't know. I mean, that's a serious, you know, you can't, can't screw with the UCA. You tear that and you, you... But the doctors are saying it's okay. Bills fans, I saw some fans yesterday I was running, I go, Bills suck. What a season. You guys sucked. And I just kept running. Oh, my God. And yeah, Pack will wait until uh, Aaron Rodgers is uh, run, done with his uh, darkness retreat. Darkness Dude, you know what? You try so hard to be so different. Telling everybody took these hallucinogenic drugs. Nobody gives a shit. You know what? You know what they give a shit about you? Throwing the football and leading your team to another Super Bowl, which hasn't happened in forever. That's what people give a shit about. Do whatever you want in your own time. I don't need to hear about it. Do whatever you want. If it works for you, fine. But I don't give a shit. I never gave a shit. You think we give a shit. We don't give a shit. We want to know that you'll be able to throw the ball and stop being a little... Diva, that you've become more of a diva, at least recently, and just play football. And uh, Texans are bringing a new offensive coordinator, Bobby Slowick, who was with Ryans over with the Niners. Now he's going to be the Texans' new offensive coordinator. How did the enemy get passed over? For, well, like, people like working with people they're familiar with. 
And that's what usually happens. We'll see what happens. Cards, as I said, Jonathan Gannon could be the next head coach of the Cardinals. We'll see. We'll see if Shane Steckin, if it really happens. I guess Jeff Saturday will go back to doing TV. Tampa Bay plans to retool while still while still competing and are interested as maybe Jimmy Garoppolo as an option. All right. Well, Jimmy G's going to end up somewhere next season. And Kalai Campbell, six-time Pro Bowler, coming back to the Ravens for his 16th year. Five and a half sacks last season. Guy, guy just balls. From the U, 99 sacks for his career. He wants 100 sacks. I'd want 100 sacks. Yeah, I definitely would. And then we have the Knicks. Knicks won last night over the Jazz. They're 31-27, seventh in the East. Brunson playing out of his mind. Should have been, should have been, a, should have been an all-star. Did not happen. Randall at 31. Barrett at 20. Quickly at 15-5. and five. And Josh Hart in his debut with the Knicks. 11 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, 4 steals. Hardenstein off the bench, 6 points, 14 rebounds. Markkinen led the Jazz with 29. Clarkson with 24. And I just like saying this name. Talon Horton Tucker, THT with 23. Josh Hart had a tweet. He said, I'm a fucking Nick. Classy and right to the point. I'm a fucking Nick. Who are you? I'm a fucking Nick. Who are you? I don't know. I'm, I'm JD Talking Sports. Who are you? I'm a fucking Nick. All right. All right, Josh Hart. And it seems like that him and Jalen Brunson are having the best time. Played, you know, teammates at Villanova. Time of their lives. Now they're teammates in, in the pros. They're both making money. Good for you guys. Enjoy. Knicks are still what, 31 and 27. Okay, hey, you know, it's, it's pretty cool, right? And then we got the Nets. And I was talking to Javi. Javi is, you know, he's still upset about a game that, that, uh, that the Beard played against, that the Beard played against uh, San Antonio. Is that, what it, is that what he said? I told him I needed his phone number so I could start sending more stuff, and he just blew me off with that. I'm like, all right, dude, I, I hear you. But he sent me something. James Harden speaks on his time in Brooklyn. Yeah, he said, uh, fast forward today. I don't look like the quitter. That's what he says. I knew what was going on, and I just decided I'm not built for this. Yeah. Yeah, he said, uh, I get it. So I'd, I'd written him that James Harden said he came to the Nets to play with Katie and Kyrie. That didn't happen as much as I'd like to. Or probably the organization wanted to. Really? You think so? Really? You, you maybe Smart, 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 smart opinion right there. It was just something where I knew it wasn't going to change, so I just had to make an individual decision, just like Katie did, just like Kyrie did. So, I mean, so he said, I get it, responded to your message. He didn't have to play like complete shit that last two weeks, though. It was obviously quit on the team. He goes, I almost tweeted an apology. That's what Javi said to, to, to the beard, to him for slandering him as much as I have. But then I remember the Sacramento Kings game and thought better of it. He said he played like complete shit, made it obvious he was blowing the game. I don't know blowing the game, but he didn't want to be there anymore. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I, he goes, now I don't look like the quitter. Really? He, he, I mean, he, he got, went back to Brooklyn for the first time in over a year. Hadn't been there, hadn't played in Brooklyn since the trade. He, he's done it everywhere. He, he, he doesn't want to play somewhere anymore. He, he gets out. You know, he wasn't OKC. You know, he wanted to get paid more. He got paid more, went to Houston, thought he was happy there. Then he didn't want to be there anymore. Got to the Nets, didn't want to be there anymore. Now, now he's with, it's like he keeps going to different teams like, like everybody. Like Katie's going to want to win a championship. LeBron, would, LeBron wants to win a championship. Everybody wants to win a championship. But you know, you keep changing teams all the time. And it just like dilutes your legacy a little more. I mean, I'm not saying you have to stay the same team all the time. But you keep jumping team to team trying to win those championships. It just looks, looks needy, kind of pathetic. And he hasn't even come close to it. He hasn't even played an NBA Finals yet, Harden. At least KD has. Well, yeah, KD has, and so is Kyrie. But Kyrie, since then, I mean, he's on his fourth team. That's not a good look. And uh, what, what, and and so is uh, KD. KD's on his fourth team. And that's a lot of teams for a guy that play, a guy at his level. Hey, LeBron, LeBron's on his third, and he, actually, and he had a second stint with the with the Cavs again. So he could probably end up with the Cavs for a third. I guess we'll see how that all works out. So the Sixers beat the Nets last night, 101-88, and beat at 37-13. Harden at 29, six rebounds, six assists. They, 80% of the points were either scored or assisted by Embiid and Harden last night. Dinwiddie had a three-pointer three he made, but it was after the buzzer that would have tied the game and sent it into overtime. And Michael Bridges, who's wearing number one with the Nets, missed a layup with two seconds left. He had 23 points last night. Cam Johnson had 12.7 rebounds, three assists, his first game. What the fuck is Ben Simmons doing? Four points, three rebounds? Well, well, dude, what are you doing? 
You're going to pay the shit. I, I, it, it's like he's a shell of himself. It's like, what are you doing out there? Do, do you want to play basketball anymore? I mean, are you? maybe you're that injured, but you, you haven't played in a couple of years. You finally came back and you, I don't know. You had the mental health and he got yourself back in shape. You look good in the first half of the season and now you've become, I don't know. It's like you disappeared. It's like you're an invisible man. I, Dinwiddie had nine points. Harris had 18. He has now a career 5,000 points. Congrats to him. Six for nine for three. That's where, actually, that's that's where he shot over threes. So he had 18 off the bench. But Nets lost. They're 33 and 23. Sixers are 36 and 19. Yeah, Harden. Dysfunction with the, within the organization. He said, doesn't look like a quitter. Yeah, okay, whatever. I, I don't know. Yeah, with the Nets, yeah. Yeah, the thank you Kyrie tweet. What, you taking the higher ground? Really? I know you have to probably do it professionally, but really? Thank you, Kyrie. Thank you, Kyrie, for leaving. And I love that they lost last night. They lost an overtime to Sacramento. He had 28. Luka, uh, Luka Doncic had 27. But De'Aaron Fox had, what, 36, 14 in overtime. Him, Sabonis had a double-double, and the Mavericks lost. Good for them. I want them to go. Well, actually, I want them to win. So, you know, I don't, you know, no, I don't want them. I want them to get the playoffs and get blown out. That's what I want. Yeah, and, I, you know, I'm just, I, I, I'm, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, Harden saying that uh, it doesn't look like the crazy one after Kyrie. Yeah, you, you look, you look insane. Okay, and Brooklyn tenure frustrated. You think it was? You think it was? You think? I mean, everybody thought the three were going to come and were going to win a championship. I come on, man. Yeah, he can. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> yeah, that he didn't. He, he, Kyrie, that didn't happen as much as I'd like to. He said uh, he came to play with Kyrie. Katie and Kyrie, they only play, what, 20-something games together? Didn't happen as much as I'd like to, or probably the organization wanted to. You think? You think you didn't, things didn't go as well? Right. Yeah. You think You think everything you're saying here? Right. Yeah. Frustrating? You think? You think the uh, organization was happy how things worked out the three of you? No. 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 I would say that's a definite, definite that things weren't happening. Yeah, you made an individual decision. Everybody makes individual decisions. And in the end, you know, Goodbye. Start all over. I think, yeah, you burn the house down, you start all over, and you see what you got now. And everybody's saying they're playing better. D, you know, they're a younger team, but they're playing well. We'll see what happens. Hey, we're going to see what happens. Time will tell. Time will tell. And the Heat this year, 20 wins by five points or less this season with 25 games left. The franchise record back in 96-97 was 22. The last time a team did that in a season that many of the season was 21 by Cleveland back in 2007, 2008. Thank you, Tim Reynolds. They won by four over the Magic last night. Miami's 32 and 25. Magic's playing, hey, at least they're not, 23 and 34 is a lot better than the team used to be. And they're going to be better with Bancaro and Wagner. And uh, yeah, I, I'm blanking on Cole. Why am I blanking on this? Why am I blanking on uh, the Magic? Oh my God, I can't, I can't believe I keep blanking at his name. He played at UNC too. Magic, magic. God damn. I see I see his face. He sucked the year he was at. Magic lineup. Magic lineup. Magic lineup. What the hell was his name? Damn, damn, damn. Cole Anthony. God, I can't. It always blank on Cole Anthony. Huh. 23 and 34. That's not bad. Not bad at all. And Courtney Vandersloot got her. Number 21 retired yesterday at Gonzaga. Westbrook, if he's bought out, could go to the Clippers, Bulls, Heat, possible suitors. I think I saw Danny Green got bought out. So he's going to the Cavs. That's where I read. GP2 had surgery last year on his, uh, what do you, ab surgery? Yeah, ab, 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 ab surgery over the summer. So that's the fifth or sixth in the last couple of years. But he says, uh, still didn't feel right, but he has to, as he put it, thug it out. And supposedly, the Blazers didn't tell Golden State in that four-team trade that he'd been taking Toradol for Toradol shots to control the pain. And, you know, they said he has the quickness and everything. Now, the NBA reviewing if Portland misled Golden State with Gary Payton II, and Golden State wants to go through with the trade. They want him. I mean... Listen, he probably needs another surgery. If he, if he says he's not playing at 100%, and, he, and Chauncey Billups, that's what he said too, that he had to play through the pain. He said we'd never push anybody. And the GM of the Blazers, Joe Cronin, said that he is welcome back if the trade doesn't go through. But something smells really fishy. And he's got two years at almost $18 million left in contract money for Gary Payton II. If a guy's saying he's playing his hard, he has to thug it out, and he's playing his hard, and core injury, think about it. 
lateral movement. Every step you take, you use your core. Everything. You use it for everything. I would say that he's in some serious, serious pain. And, you know, I mean, I probably is going to have to shut it down for the rest of the season. But I'm, I'm, no, I'm no coach, so we'll see what happens. And the Lakers gifted Kareem a custom iced-out ring honoring the NBA all-time scoring leader. Wow. He's probably like, really? I need a ring? But I don't know. I feel like sometimes that stuff's a little over the top. Oh, and the last night, Golden State, bad loss. No LeBron, who sat next to a little girl who was like, oh, my God, I'm sitting next to LeBron. On courtside seats, no less. This little teenager who took a picture with him. That's called fuck you money. Yeah, so she was all like, you know, LeBron just sitting courtside, and they lost 109-103. And Jordan Poole scored 29, 17 of the 24 points of the fourth quarter he scored, but they were scoreless for almost four minutes of the last quarter, and then down to the number nine seed right now, Golden State. Thank you, Anthony Slater, for that info. The Lakers are 26 and 31. The the Warriors are 28 and 28. AD had 13 points, 16 rebounds, but five for 19. Schrader at 26. D'Angelo Russell had 15 in his first game. Klay Thompson at 15, but Klay Thompson, five for 21, three for 13 from three. No bueno. And that's a game you got to win. With him out, you got, with, with no LeBron, you got to beat them. Reggie Jackson's going to go from the Hornets, bought out. He's going to go to Denver. Suns are going to sign Terrence Ross after a buyer from Magic. He's averaging eight points. That's another, you know, good to have. Older veterans, guys who can shoot. Yeah, I talked about them. Dallas lost to the 31-26. Kings are 31-24. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm very happy that Luka and Kyrie lost. And Lakers have landed six players, 27 or younger. They probably are going to be able to keep all of them through four trades if they, if they play their cards right. So they're getting younger, which is what they have to do. And LeBron's definitely back next season. I guess we're going to see what's going to happen. So I talked about Duke. Duke last night. They're 17 and 8, 8 and 6 in the ACC, whereas UVA stole one. They're 19 and 4, 11 and 3. Kind of bullshit. That was, that was definitely a foul. UNC, Michigan's friends, Tom and Jody were there. So they had a great day. They watched UNC. Well, they went to Duke first because their son liked Duke. And I got, ugh. I don't even want to talk about Duke. Ugh. It's a pretty campus, but come on. It's, it's Duke. So they went to UNC. UNC blew out Clemson by 20, 91, 71, hit. 15 three-pointers. Caleb Love tied his career height in six three-pointers. They get Miami, who is 11-4, second in the ACC on Monday night at home. That's going to be a tough game. So Caleb Love had 23. Baycott had 19 and 11, another double-double. But they have to, number 19 Miami, that's going to be a tough game. So they beat Clemson, which was is now 10-4. and four. So UNC is now 16-9, 8-6 in the ACC. They're on the bubble. I mean, hey, Michigan lost last, yesterday 62-61 to Indiana, and they're 14-11. I mean, look at this. Two teams, that, and, and uh, Kentucky lost yesterday to Georgia. And Rutgers went nearly 10 minutes scoreless in the second half after being up at halftime. They lost to Indy, Illinois 69-60. Now they're 8-6. So they, they, were, they, they were number 24 beginning of the week. They lost twice. They lost, they lost at, at Indiana on Tuesday. 66-60. They lost at Illinois. On th- they're out of the top 24. That's what I'm, top 25. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Illinois is now 17-7, 8-5. That was, that was not a good, good game for them. And, yeah, I talked about Michigan loss, 62-61. Trace Jackson Davis had 28 points, 11 rebounds. And Michigan had no points the last five minutes, 12 seconds. Not gonna, you can't do that. You can't go scoreless like that. Texas blew out West Virginia, 94-60. They're 20-5. They lead the Big 12 at 9-3. They're ahead of... Baylor and Kansas, congrats to them. And Kentucky lost at Georgia, so Brand, uh, my, my, my buddy Brandon cannot be happy. Yeah, he can't be happy at all. That's yeah. So they are, they're 16-9, 7-5, kind of like UNC. And Bama is 12-0. and 22-3 is their best start ever in program history. Texas A&M is second in the SEC at 10-2. And, and Tennessee's at, Tennessee lost two buzzer beaters this year. They lost yesterday to Missouri on a shot inside half court. And early in the week, they lost to Vanderbilt on a buzzer beater. So Tennessee was number six, and they lost twice this week on buzzer beaters, which, I mean, that doesn't mean they're a bad team. They just, you know, two, they're 19 and six. They're eight and so, I mean, nobody's catching Alabama, which beat Auburn yesterday. And Stanford beat Arizona home for the first time since 2009, but behind Michael O'Connell having 22 points. I mean, Stanford's not good this year. 11 and 14, five and nine in the big in the Pac-12, whereas Arizona is 22-4, 11-9. But first time since 2009, that's a long time, folks. 
And this is awesome. Matty Segrist, Villanova, number 15 Villanova. They beat Seton Hall 99-65. She scored 50 points, 20 for 26 from the floor. She's the first male or female D1 player this season to score 50 points in a game. They're 22-4. and four. Seton Hall fell to 15-10. 50 points, 20 for 26. That's a game. Yeah, that's awesome. 50 points. That's awesome. Yeah, crazy. And Teal is back. Fridays are for flashbacks. Marlins, 30-year anniversary. Teal's back. Teal's back, baby. And Dodgers sign now. Now, Alex Reyes was great two years ago. All-star for the Cardinals, 29 saves. But he's dealing with a frayed labrum in his right shoulder. He's making about $1.1 million. The second-year option is for $3 million. He can make up to $10 million, But he's supposed to be out the first couple months of this, this season. And so he has a frayed labrum in his right shoulder. He's a right-handed pitcher. I would say that, you know, for what million bucks is a crap, take, take a shot. But I'm not holding out my breath that he's going to come back and be that guy. I mean, you know, that... That's, need your arm to throw. You do. And we watched Michigan beat Michigan State yesterday in hockey. They were playing at, at the Little Caesar Center in Detroit. Luke Hughes scored with 0.5 seconds left in overtime. They won 4-3. That was awesome. She screamed. She was like, ah! It was pretty cool. I mean, we watched the end of the Ranger game. Then we watched that. And then I watched UFC 284, which I'll get to in a minute. Madrid wins the Club World Cup, beat Ali Halal 5-3. Canada women's team on strike. Captain Christine Sinclair confirmed strike due to pay equity issues and budget cuts. Cut. She said Canada, Team Canada, she said flat out lies and the public is now being lied to too. And Team Canada said that they will actually be taken if they don't play in the She Believes Club Cup, which is February 16th through the 23rd. Their first match is on the 16th at 7 p.m. versus the U.S. The other two teams in the She Believes Cup is Japan and Brazil. So... I guess they have to play, but I'm not shocked about pay inequities in this in the, in the sports world. Not at all. It, it happens, and it's disgusting. And Christian Javier, Astros pitcher, went 11-9 and nine last year with a 2.54 ERA. 25 starts, had a couple relief appearances, pitched well in the postseason. He's 25, avoids arbitration, got a five-year, $64 million deal, $2 million at a signing bonus, $3 million this season, $7 million in 2024, then $10 and $21 million in 2627. The final two years increased based on Cy Young by up to $6 million in 2026, $8 million in 2027. He, he, if he gets a first place, first place Cy Young, it's $2 million boost. Second, a million. And third through fifth, $500,000. That is a lot of money. This is a guy who last year made $749,000. He just got five years, $64 million. I'd say that's a pay raise. And you got to lock up the young guys, man. you got to lock up the young guys. And I saw Ronald Acuna Jr., but since no one said anything, but he is going to play in the World Baseball Classic for Venezuela. And it, they said that the, the Astros weren't happy because, you know, he, he's, they want his knee to be healthy and he plays the, during the season. And he, wants, he said, if I'm healthy, I can play in the World Baseball Classic. Where a lot of guys have said, you know, team's been like, you know, hey, you're playing for us. That's who's paying your bills, but, you know. And what I see, Drake May was at that wasteland in Phoenix with a bunch of, with Sam Howell and everybody. That, they said that thing in Phoenix, that uh, golf tournament, PGA golf tournament, it's like a big party. He's having the time of his life. UNC men's lacrosse, 25-3 Friday over Mercer, their opener. The number one UNC women's team, 14-9 over number 12 James Madison yesterday. Next match is Wednesday, February 15th at 5 against Liberty, but five goals from freshman Marissa White in her Tar Heel debut. They're on a the women 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 laxers are on a forty one regular season game win streak, third longest in NCAA history, and thirty four at home is the longest in program history. They're fifty and one in the last fifty one games, and fifty eight and two in the last sixty. Domination. Now, I used to, they used to live right above me when I was living off Henderson Street when I was going to school there. That's awesome. So good start to the season. And David Peralta, one year six point five million with the Dodgers last year for Tampa Bay. Well, he played for Tampa Bay in Arizona. But two years ago, we had eight steals, which led the majors for, for Arizona. So last year, 248 between the two teams, 12 home runs, 41 RBIs. He's 35 years old, left fielder. Always need depth. 6.5 million. Eh, what's that? That's, a, that's nothing. That's nothing to these guys. That's, that's pocket change. That's pocket change. And then last night, so I had UFC 284 on, and then I had Ray Vargas versus Oshaki Foster for the WBC Junior Lightweight title. 
So Vargas is going for his third title, th- win, win, win a t- winning a title in the third division. Well, if you saw Vargas's face, and that's what one of the guys said, he got his face was all all beat up, and and Foster kept duck, ducking him and just hitted him the whole fight. Went twelve rounds, and I mean unanimous decision. I mean Vargas's face was beat up. He was beat up, man. It, it's so one hundred thirty pound title. And uh, it was cool. Yeah, I mean, watch some of that. Was, the fight wasn't really that exciting, but watching, it was pretty cool. Then, but the fight was, Yair Rod- Rodriguez fought this guy, Josh Emmett, who had never been submitted in his career. He got a rear, what was it? A Like a rear, yeah, uh, rear ankle. Ch- had him by his, I don't know what the hell he did. Had him down on the ground, submitted him from the ground, and Emmett never been submitted. He was kicking him. Emmett, you saw the red marks on Emmett's, yeah, Yair Rodriguez put on a cowboy hat after the fight, man. Wow, he came, woof, woof. And then the championship, then there was Islam uh, Mahachev versus Volkanovski. Now, Vol- Volkanovski was going up to f- from featherweight to lightweight to fight Islam, and Islam won an unanimous decision. But Islam Islam was uh, beat up, and uh, someone said, you know, you know, you didn't win the fight. He goes, well, that guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. But he, I, I like the beard, like the Amish beard with no, just the, the chin beard, which is really, they all, the, the, I think, I think they could have, I think Volkanovski could have won another five rounds. And a bunch of guys said that his stock went up, Volkanovski, even though he lost the fight. People said we liked his second fight. It was a good fight. Five rounds, I mean, 25 minutes. And it was like, I think the guys could have won a couple more rounds. I mean, it, it was, whew. Yeah, it, it, that, was, that was a fight. And how about this? Adrian Kempe, center for the Kings, four goals in a 6 nothing win over the the Penguins scored the last four goals. So he's the second player in NHL history to outscore everyone else in same game in a game four nothing over the final two periods since Jean Bellevue back in nineteen fifty five, November fifth, nineteen fifty five. And if I'm correct, Jean Bellevue played for I think he played for the Canadians. Jean Belle, ice hockey player for the Canadians, yes. Yeah, he played. He played for the twenty season for the Canadians from fifty to seventy one. H- Hockey Hall of Fame in nineteen seventy two. So they went right away into the Hall of Fame. Wow, that is a long playing. Yeah, Hockey Hall of Fame center. Fourth player to score 500 goals and second to score 1,000 points. Won two MVPs, won Art Ross as top scorer, and won the an inaugural Conn Smythe Trophy, Trophy as playoff MVP in 65. He has 17 Stanley Cup championships, most by any individual to date. Ten as a player, seven as an executive. It's pretty impressive. Oh, he died in 2014. 17 Stanley Cup championships, 10 as a player, and 7 as an executive. Wow. And how about the haves and haves not? Thank you, Arpan Basu, for this one. Oilers' Leon Dreisaitl has 17 power play goals. Connor McDavid, 16. Canadians have 25 power play goals as a team. And last night I was watching highlights. Connor McDavid, and that happened in the Ranger game too, he had the wherewithal behind the net. He he shot the puck off the, the goaltender's back of his skate into the goal. I was like... And then he did like a like a spin, like a one eighty spin, and he and he had he had his his mouthpiece like out of his mouth chewing it, like he's like playing with. I'm like, good. And these are the best players in the world, and he's playing like he's playing against like little kids. Just like holy shit, dude, man, you're you play at a different level. You're just you're at a different level. You're yeah, you're wow. And Bubble sent me something. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Rex Ryan. Yeah, yeah, I saw this. Yeah. Yep, I saw it. I saw it. He's, he's same thing about uh, saw it and talked about it. Yeah, talked about it. Yep, Bumble said the same thing about Rex Ryan being interviewed. I think that's. I think it'd be great. I think it'd be a great defensive coordinator. I think that'd be a great move for him. Uh, I I highly think it'd be. I I think it would be a great move. So Abbott Elementary Star is going to sing at the. Cheryl Lee Ralph's daughter shares how styling a mother is a fan. So I guess she's singing at the Super Bowl. All right. Abbott Elementary. Have you seen it? If you haven't seen it, it is really funny. And we have LSU playing against 
in in women's college basketball. He said it's a walkover right now, which really sucks. I was hoping it was going to be a good game, but they're both undefeated, but they're a much better team. Yeah, we'll see how that goes going. I'm seeing if I missed anything. Cavs signing Danny Green after being bought out with Houston. Yeah, oh, and Golden State is working with the NBA to finalize a four-team deal to acquire Gary Payton II. And there's a lot of betting. You want to bet in the pregames? You can watch a lot of pregame. How about this? This is nuts. 94-year-old groundskeeper George Toma, dubbed the sod father, has tended to every Super Bowl field in history. He's going to do his final game at Super Bowl number 57, as he calls it, a legendary career. Can you believe that? 94. Well, hey, dude, when you're good at something and it's not a job anymore, and what are you going to do? This is what he loves to do. So do what you love to do. That's what I say. You love it? Do it. Do it. And this was awesome. Okay, Apple's paying the NFL $250 million over five years to sponsor the Super Bowl halftime show. Rihanna will not be paid. Prince, Michael Jackson, Bruce Springsteen, Beyonce, Justin Timberlake, Stones, Shakira, Jennifer Lopez, none of them were paid. NFL signs a $50 million sponsorship deal. Artists get 10 to $15 million production, production budget. The budget covers two to 3,000 part-time workers, including set design, security, dancers, and marketing. Artists don't get paid anything. Some artists end up spending millions of dollars of their own money on their performance. The weekend spent $7 million of personal cash on his show at Super Bowl 55, and Dr. Dre reportedly spent a similar amount last year. What, 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 why do you do it? Exposure. 200 million people saw while brands spend $7 million for 30-second commercials, Rihanna will receive a 15-minute commercial for free. So Timberlake saw a 534% increase in music sales after Super Bowl 52. Travis Scott's performance fee went from 500000 to $1 million after Super Bowl 53. Jennifer Lopez and Shakira gained 3 million followers after Super Bowl 54. Weekend sold 1 million concert tickets a week after Super Bowl 55. The, Stones, the Rolling Stones set a record with $558 million in revenue for their tour after the Super Bowl, after their show at Super Bowl 40. And Subhub says artists usually see a 50% increase in concert ticket searches after Super Bowl. Now, Rihanna hasn't released an album since 2016, doesn't have an upcoming tour scheduled, but, but Apple TV is paying her several million dollars for a documentary about her Super Bowl performance. Hey. And the NFL previously asked professional dancers to volunteer during halftime at the Super Bowl. The dancers were required to attend 72 hours of rehearsals across nine days leading up to the game. But after a leaked contract went viral last year, they get paid now 15 bucks an hour. They make millions off it, can afford to pay their talent for a fee. But given the promise of 200 million viewers and billions of impressions on social media, plenty of people are willing to do it for free. That was Joe Pompliono. I thought that was awesome. And I knew something about it, but I was like, Michigan gave me something. I said, that's something I got to talk about in the show. So they do it for free. The NFL makes so much goddamn money. But you know, we, we're not going to pay them. We'll pay for everything. But And they put their own money in because this, how do you, how do you get away with it? They said, what, what did he make last year? Goodell made like $64 million a commissioner. And the owners, the billion dollar contracts. Are you kidding me? Disgusting. It's just, it's, just, it's, just, it's, it's, it's out of control. It really is. And the commanders, they said, all signs point to the commanders cutting Carson Wentz. They'll save $26 million in cap space. Bengals are bringing back uh, offensive coordinator Brian Callahan, quarterback coach Dan Pitcher. And I saw that Lou, the, what's, what's his name? The defensive coordinator. He is, he is uh, Lou Anarumo. He's up for the job in Arizona. Jonathan Gannon. And Mike Kafka, the Giants offensive coordinator. So we'll see if that works out. Yeah, we'll see if that happens. But yeah, so they could all be back next year. Yeah, so Super Bowl, they said 73 degrees at kickoff. Temperatures dropping into the upper 50s. Roof is open. Thank you, Brian McCarthy, for that one. Yeah, Drake May with with former Tar Heel players Jeff uh, Schottmer, Caleb Presley, and Sam Howell at the Waste Management Phoenix Open in Scottsdale, Arizona. Awesome. Just awesome. Coolish, coolio, coolio, coolio. Okay, what a bumble sent me. So what did he say to me? Okay, so Bumbles just sent me this. He said, I never heard any head coach who ever won a super championship when asked about one side of the ball, tell the reporter to ask the coordinator. I always thought maybe you might not know special teams are kicking and would have to hire someone who does. But if I know defense, you should understand how offense works. If you know offense, you should understand how defense works. Yeah, I agree. I agree. 
But, you know, I mean, I also feel like some of these guys are CEOs. I mean, maybe it's not your your specialty, but yes, if you're if you're there, if you're a coach who's around everything, you, as you're coaching, you learn about the, if you specialize on defense, you're going to learn about everything and you're going to be involved in every aspect. And, you know, I mean, you have guys you put that you ha- that you trust to handle certain positions, but I would think you'd be involved with everything. I mean, uh, Belichick's, Belichick defense was his specialty. But the problem is I feel like since he got rid of McDaniels, you know, I feel like he made a lot of mistakes. I, I don't know why he put Patricia and Joe Judge in charge of that offense. I f- that's what I don't understand. Probably the greatest coach ever in the history of football. or Yeah, top three, if not the greatest. And he really didn't do a good job this year of helping his team win. So I would think he would, yeah, he should ha- he should know all aspects of the team. Maybe not off, not 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 his not like the back of his head kind of thing. But he has an understanding of it. Yes, but maybe he just wants uh, he wants to deal with other things too. But that's why maybe if he says that, talk to the coordinator because I got other things I got to worry about right now. But I think Andy reads. I mean, more offense. But he has an understanding of everything. And he puts guys in place that he know can handle these things. Yeah, so I, I know I just repeated myself. But, yeah, he has an understanding. But I think there's things that everybody's stronger at than other things. I guess, you know, what would you rather be, know a lot of stuff or be really good at one thing? Or be, you know, have an understanding of a lot of things? I don't know. That's interesting to think about. That's an interesting point. Good thing, Bumbles. I like that one. Yeah. But I, I definitely think that most coaches... Yeah, it's one thing or another. Look, I mean, uh, John Harbaugh was a special teams coach, and he ended up winning a Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, he got better and better as he went along, but, you know, you have to have guys around it that you can trust and can get everything done. Yeah, I realize sometimes I just, yeah. And so, and I saw this from Ari Wasserman in the, in the, in the Athletic. It said Freeman was selling recruits at Notre Dame on the idea that Notre Dame was like Jay-Z, it sets you up as a football player and also financially in the business world if football doesn't work out. Go be Jay-Z in year two, Marcus. Get that top tier. T- it's going to be hard. Because, you know, you need the grades to get in there too. I just don't think Notre Dame is ever going to be that program that's going to be, you know, winning national championships anymore. I just don't think. I think that just to get into that school, it's, it's too hard a school. Now, Michigan didn't sign a single top 100 player the 2023 cycle. They got some transfers. They're going to be very good. But, you know, I mean... They're going to try to get Jaden Davis from Charlotte, North Carolina, Providence Day School. and But that's that's what Ari Wasserman was kind of shocked that they didn't get a top 100 player. And I think a lot of it had to do because Jim Harbaugh was, you know, should I stay or should I go? I mean, he's too wishy-washy. So I think that had a lot to do with it too. Yeah. Al- uh, yeah. Alabama, 22-3 record matches. 74-75 is the best start in program history. I saw that. And, yeah, Dallas Wings. They acquired Diamond DeShields, who started at UNC, but ended up at Tennessee from the Mercury in a four-player deal with the Sky and the Liberty. Sky are going to get Marina Mabry via sign-and-trade, while the Mercury received forward Michaela uh, Onyanwere. So there was a lot of draft picks, and they said that uh, the Sky gave a lot of draft picks. The Wings received draft picks from the Sky, the number five in 2023, a first round in 2024, and a first round swap in 2025. They thought that was too much to give up. And the Liberty received the rights to a German player named Leonie Fiebich. Fiebich. The, the Sky's 2024 second round pick and a 2025 first round swap with the Mercury. Now, the thing was they can't pay the Shields because Tarasi is going to go back for a 19th season. He says, I'm not taking a pay cut. And she hasn't signed a contract yet, but she said, I'm not one to take less money. I don't care, know about you guys, she said. As a franchise, we're in an interesting position right now with a lot of different things going on from ownership to the, all the way down, she said. So I just think it's something that's taking its time. And hopefully it'll be resolved on my end and, and sooner than later. And Brittany Griner is supposed to play with them this year, but hasn't officially signed a contract. So we'll see how that all works out. And New Mexico State, Canceled Saturday's game against Cal Baptist. Suspended season indefinitely. New allegations. You know, they had that murder last year, the shooting where Mike, for Mike Peake, shot and killed a New Mexico student in Albuquerque in what police called the self-defense case after Peake had been lured to the campus. So these are new allegations. They're 9-15 and 15 this year. And Greg, uh, 
Greg Heer's first season. So it just sounds like a shit show there. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it just sounds like that's not going to get cleared anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, the murder and then mo- new allegations came out, but they didn't say what the... Involved multiple players being allegedly investigated for the role in hazing attacks on a teammate on more than one occasion. That the new allegations have prompted an investigation by the university and led to the coaching staff being put on a paid administrative leave. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Jeez, Louise. What a mess, dude. What a mess. You know what? There comes to a point in life when you just have to be, you know, a lot of these kids go away to school and it's college's time when you got to grow up. You got to mature. And that shit can't happen. The hazing stuff and all that stuff, it's ridiculous. I mean, and to have to cancel the season for kids who are busting their ass playing, who want to play basketball, and you got some idiots doing stupid stuff, not cool. Not cool at all. Yeah, I, I, I don't get it. So I hope we have a good Super Bowl today. I hope, yeah, I, ho- I hope a good Super Bowl today. And, uh, and Gronk's going to try to kick a field goal at halftime. And, yeah, and tomorrow night, Knicks, Nets. And I hope Keens comes through with a good prime rib. That's all I got to say. My mom extended some apple cake. It is phenomenal. Phenomenal. All right, let's get to some trivia questions. I almost just hit the wrong button, but that's okay. Let's get some trivia questions from the last show. Okay, only... Only MVP of the Super Bowl on a losing team, Chuck Howley. Super Bowl five, 16-13 loss to the Colts. Today's trivia question, longest kickoff return in Super Bowl history. Who has the longest kickoff return in Super Bowl history? Did I miss anything else? I don't think so. So we'll see. I just saw something. I thought I missed something. What? Bum ass. Oh, someone just, someone's being kind of fun, trying to be funny. Okay. Yeah. All right. Everybody have a great day. I'm going over to Harris's house to watch the Super Bowl. Gumbo Chef, enjoy the game. LG, Ben. Hey, UNC won. That's a good day, right? When UNC wins. Rangers, Panarin, four goals. Good days. Nets lost. Javi, it happens. Bumbles, good question. Good question to ask. We'll see. Rex Ryan could be the Broncos defensive coordinator. That's kind of interesting. Eric enemy. I don't get it. All right. Everybody have a great day. Peace out. Some of the Michigan. My parents, Mrs. S. Have a great day. Happy Valentine's Day soon enough for everybody. Peace out. Have a great day. Adios.